Hi, and welcome to another episode of Naturally You Radio, helping you to create a nourished life. I'm your host, Leah Simon, the Naturally You Coach, and you can find me at www.thenaturallyyoucoach.com. And today we're going to be talking about natural ways to nourish your hair from the inside out. Now, if you're in the UK, especially in and around the London area, then I'm going to be doing a 45-minute workshop called Are You Starving Your Hair? which is going to be on this very topic, but more in depth at the at an event called Hair Stories, on which is going to be this Saturday, Saturday the 29th of October from 10 till 6 at the City of Westminster College in Paddington Green, which is like two minutes away from the Edgware Road tube station. Um, it's 25 Paddington Green W21NB, and you can go ahead and check out more details about the event at www.ujima.co.uk, which is ujima.co.uk, or you can go to Eventbrite and search for Hair Stories 2016. The event is put on by a wonderful group of sisters. I'm going to be um, doing the first workshop on the day from 11 o'clock, but there's going to be other workshops throughout the day. There's going to be a braid station. There's going to be um, a market where you can go and find some wonderful natural health and... Um, cultural products there's going to be a panel discussion there's going to be great stuff going on so um and it's open to and it welcomes the whole family so definitely go ahead and check that out but today i wanted to share with you how you can naturally nourish your hair in the simplest and most effective way possible and that is with your diet with the foods and the drinks that you take in daily now there are hundreds and i mean hundreds of hair products that claim to do wonders when they are put on your hair. That when they're put on the hair, once it's come out of your scalp. But the advice on what makes that hair come out healthy in the first place isn't so vast. And what is out there is mostly what supplements to take instead of the diet changes that do the most holistic long-term good, not just for your hair, but for the rest of your body as well. Because supplement companies get paid to keep you popping pills rather than slurping smoothies. But today... In this show, I hope to hip you to the fact that nourishing your hair from the inside out, in addition to using natural nourishing products and foods on your hair, is the best way to go. So let's first take a look at how your hair grows in the first place. So if you were to take a strand of your hair and you follow it down all the way back to your scalp, you'll see that your hair disappears down into a follicle, which is the name of the hole in your scalp that your hair comes out of. Now, in that follicle is the place where the hair grows from, and that is called the bulb. So when you see diagrams of hair coming out of the scalp, you'll see the long piece of hair coming out of the scalp, and then when it's the, pick, the, part, the bottom part of the diagram where it shows underneath your scalp, you'll see this, it looks like a bulb, you'll see this round bulge at the bottom of the hair, and that's called the bulb. Now at the bottom of that bulb, the bulb is made up of two parts, is a place called the matrix, and it's here that cell division and growth takes place. The cells are being fed by all of the blood vessels in your scalp that surround the bulb, which carry the nutrients that you get from your food to the matrix in the bulb, the bottom part of your hair, which then creates the growth of the new hair cells. So your hair grows 
In this way, by new hair cells being created continually by about a quarter of an inch a month. So new hair cells growing at the bottom of the strand of hair push out the older hair on top of it and as hair reaches the top of the bulb, it gets filled with a protein called keratin, which you may, many of you may have heard the name of before, and it stops being fed by the nutrients from your blood supply as it moves away from those blood vessels and it emerges from your scalp through your follicle. At this point, because it's no longer being fed by the blood vessels, it's technically now dead hair. But obviously it's it's you know, it looks bouncy and curly and coily and everything, but it's technically not being fed anymore by your blood vessels. So the oldest part of your hair is actually the tips of your hair, which is why it's advised to take good care of them if you want your hair to look good. The youngest part of your hair is um, is what's coming out of your scalp, grown from the cell division, which is being fueled by the nutrients coming from your blood vessels in your scalp. So I remember a time when I thought that your hair grew from the tips outwards and that your diet basically didn't have much to do with um, hair growth at all, or the, the health of your scalp for that matter. But now that you know I've seen and I know better and understand more about the, the workings of the body and how your hair actually grows, um, and I've been able to use um, diet changes on myself and people that I work with, I've been able to see time and time again that boosting the amount of nutrients in your body, anything from... <clears throat> drinking more water to having more fats and proteins in your diet can help your body to grow strong, long, gorgeous, curly, coily hair. So getting enough nutrients into your bloodstream is step one. And some of the nutrients that you need to nourish your follicles so that they can grow, sorry, nourish the, the bulb and the matrix of your hair strand in, down into your follicles are some of the things that I've just mentioned, which are fats, proteins, and a mineral, uh, vitamin called biotin. Now, again, at the workshop on Saturday, I'm going to be going into 19 def different specific foods and drinks that you can take um, to, to boost your hair and to nourish the hair that you're growing. So again, make sure you go ahead and get your tickets to come and see um, that workshop plus all the other wonderful workshops that are going to be taking place. But just three of the um, nutrients that I'm going to be talking about now, getting more fat, getting more protein and boosting your levels of the vitamin biotin. Just focusing on these three things that I'm going to be talking about in this radio show alone can do wonders for the health of your hair. Now, before I go any further, let me clarify that your diet will only help to create new, healthy, strong hair. But the crown of hair you already have needs to be cared for by the things that you put on it mainly. As your blood can no longer carry nutrients to your hair once it emerges from your scalp. If you are growing your hair after a big chop, for example, then you can use your diet to ensure that the whole shaft of hair that grows is nourished from root to tip. But if you already have any length of hair, that hair may not benefit as much, but this advice will help ensure that all the new hair you have growing from your scalp is well fed before it comes out. And, and even though there's a lot that you can do to improve the condition of the older hair, 
that wasn't maybe wasn't grown from you know a nutrient rich um blood supply it's easier to maintain hair that emerged nourished that came out of your scalp nourished in the first place than it is to repair damaged hair and this is oftentimes you'll you'll meet women who have gone through the big chop and it's there's more people than i thought have done that because they just couldn't they couldn't find a way to repair the damage of their hair um, by simply putting things on it. So they literally just wanted to start again with a fresh head of hair. So it's not always people that want to cut off hair that's been relaxed or chemically treated or coloured or people that have cut their hair from locks. Some people just realised that they had just not nourished their body and therefore their hair wasn't being nourished for such a long time, that their hair was really so thin that they couldn't put enough things on it to make it look full and healthy. So they just wanted to go ahead and cut it all off and start again with a new fresh head of hair. So let's look at what um, fats, proteins, and biotins can, biotin can actually do for your hair. So starting with fat, naturally fat-rich foods, naturally fatty foods, we're not talking about deep foods that have been deep fried in rubbish, rancid vegetable oils, but naturally omega-3 fatty acid-rich foods are great for your hair. Omega-3 fatty acids, which everybody's probably very familiar with, are anti-inflammatory, which means that one of the things that they can help do is to open up the hair follicles, making hair growth easier and quicker. And the right balance of sebum, sebum production, and sebum is that oily, you know, the, the very thin layer of oil that protects your scalp and protects, pre prevents it from dehydrating. Um, having the right balance of sebum production on your scalp will also help to keep your hair and your scalp nourished and it will add uh, that kind of healthy shine to your hair also. When you're deficient in omega-3 fatty acids, one of the ways that you can tell this is by looking at your hair and your scalp because it said that your hair and your scalp will tend to look um, drier and duller when you do have an omega-3 fatty acid deficiency. Natural fats feed your hair from the inside out by giving a nutrient boost to those new hair cells growing from the scalp. The next nutrient that we need to make sure we're getting enough of is protein. Now, protein is the nutrient needed for growth and repair. And, and that's in all areas of your body. So having adequate levels of protein are needed for your nails, for your skin cells, your bone cells, and your hair cells to grow all over your body, um, as well as your hair. So once the new hair cells grow, as I said earlier, they get filled with keratin before they emerge from your scalp. And that keratin is what makes your hair thick and strong. But without enough protein in your diet, you'll have less protein to fuel this process. The third nutrient that I mentioned is biotin. Biotin is one of the vitamins in the B complex. So it's also known as vitamin B7 or vitamin H. And this was kind of like a nickname almost that the vitamin was given um, because it came from the German words for skin and hair, which I can't pronounce. I'm not going <laughs> to butcher the language by trying to pronounce them. Um, because that vitamin was found to be so critical for the health and the vitality 
of your skin and your hair. They literally named the vitamin or gave it the initial of the word that meant skin and hair. Now, with fats and proteins, you can put fat or protein-rich substances onto your hair, and as long as the conditions are right for their absorption, they can be absorbed through the outer layer of your hair, which is called the cuticle, and get into the inner layer of your hair called the cortex. So with those nutrients, you can nourish your hair from the outside in also. As I mentioned, there's having that balance between nourishing your hair from the inside out and the outside in is the best way to go, as opposed to only focusing on slapping things on your hair and hoping that it it improves everything. Because sometimes it, it won't. Sometimes our hair is so damaged and um, nutrient deprived and starved that it's it can be it can take so much to nourish it again that like I said some people just go ahead and cut it all off so with fats and proteins that is um, possible it's definitely possible but with biotin or vitamin b7 or vitamin h it's been found that it's very poorly absorbed through your hair by putting it on top of your hair and it really needs to be ingested. You really need to eat it for it to get into the bloodstream, then for it to be absorbed through the matrix at the bottom of your hair, in the bulb of your hair, in the scalp. Now, once it's absorbed, once it has gotten into um, your hair, biotin is vital for cell division, as is many of the other vitamins in the B vitamin complex, because B, B, B vitamins sorry, are broken up into different types of B vitamins, B1, 2, 3, 6, and 12. Most vegans and vegetarians have heard about B12, and, um, and vitamin B7 as well. So a lot of the B vitamins are responsible for taking the food that we eat and turning it into energy and generally breaking down the food that we eat into um, parts or particles or um, pieces that are easy for our body to absorb. So once we have absorbed the biotin, the biotin is vital, like I said, for cell division. It works with cellular enzymes and it helps to produce amino acids. And amino acids that we take in from our foods are the building blocks of protein. They, they're what build up protein. Proteins are made of a number of amino acids together. And biotin helps to produce um, and these amino acids. Now, as I just mentioned, once new hair cells, these new hair cells are created, just before they come through the scalp, they get filled with keratin. So consuming foods that contain biotin directly help that growth process because the biotin is there to help the creation and the work of the proteins in strength in creating strong healthy hair so you can find um fats the healthy fats um you find the omega-3 fatty acids for example in foods like salmon um, and other oily fish, but other fats that are also helpful in your in the health of your hair can be found in things like avocados, um, eggs, flaxseed. If you're using flaxseed, make sure you um, it's best to get whole flaxseed and soak them, and then blend them into smoothies or those types of things. Flaxseed oil, unless it's always been refrigerated, 
can go rancid very, very quickly. So it's always best to kind of get the flax seeds and um, soak them and blend them into smoothies and things like that. And if you get the flax seeds at home and you ground them at home, then always keep them in the fridge and use them within just a few days because it's a very um, volatile oil. It's not the, it's a delicate oil, sorry. It's a very delicate oil. So it goes rancid very quickly. It's protected when it's within the shell of the flaxseed, but once it's broken out of that shell, either by the, the seed being ground down or by oil being pressed out of it, it's no longer as healthy. So to get it at its healthiest is to get the seeds themselves. Seaweeds, you may have realized I absolutely love um, sea moss and Irish moss and the benefits of that and the nutrient density of um, seaweeds and Irish moss. Other oily fish, mackerel, sardines, these types of fishes, nuts, um, almonds, walnuts, macadamia nuts, those types of nuts, and seeds. And if you eat them, um, there's also good levels of fat found in things like poultry and meat. And again, if those are foods that you do eat, always make sure you get the very best quality you possibly can if you can get them locally reared, if you can get them organic, if you can get them free range, if you can get them grass fed, these are all the best ways to get those foods if you eat those foods. Now protein and fats are often found together in nature. So you can get proteins from similar foods as you can get fat. So from eggs, from seaweeds, from oil, the oily fish, from nuts, from hemp seeds. Hemp seeds are have the one of the highest levels of protein. Um, and again, if you eat them, animal products. Then biotin. Now biotin can be found in almonds, in egg yolks, fish, avocados, and raspberries mainly. But many whole foods have got trace levels, just tiny amounts of biotin in them. So even though it's not, it's definitely not impossible, um, but it is hard to become deficient in biotin if you have a diet that's high in whole unprocessed foods. So those are just three of the nutrients that you can, if, if, if nothing else, just making sure you're getting enough healthy fats into your diet, you're getting enough protein in your diet, and you're getting enough biotin, the vitamin biotin, into your diet, just making sure you're getting enough of those three things in your diet, plus things like water, <laughs> drinking plenty of water, um, just those three things can ensure, like being committed to making sure you're taking in those foods on a daily basis and giving your body some time to, to absorb and make use of those nutrients because oftentimes we'll, you know, we'll have a diet change for three days and if we don't see magnificent results, we're like, oh, this diet stuff doesn't work. I'm fed up of eating eggs and almonds <laughs> and raspberries. I'm just going to go back to eating my regular foods. You do have to give your body some time to absorb the nutrients and for that to show in your hair. So ensuring that you're getting enough healthy fats, healthy proteins and biotin foods with biotin in them in your diet can help to ensure that the, that, you know, on average, that quarter of an inch of new hair that you're growing every month comes out in a strong, healthy, nutrient-rich way. I hope that you found this show useful. And as I've said before, if you're going to be at Hair Stories this weekend, then I look forward to sharing with you the Are You Starving Your Hair workshop, where I'm going to be sharing 19 um, specific foods and drinks um, 
that you can use to make sure that your hair is nourished. So you can go ahead and head over to ujima.co.uk, ujima.co.uk to get your tickets for the event there. Thank you so much for your listening ears for this Naturally You radio show episode. You can come over to the Naturally You coach to visit me and to find out more about the work that I do. And you can download a free recipe book by joining the mailing list also. I look forward to hearing from you all soon. Take care and stay healthy.